the evolution of medicine, energy wellness meets Western medicine. This is an interview with Ruth Kent. And in this insightful interview, Ruth delves into the fascinating topic of the evolution of medicine. She explores the convergence of energy wellness and mainstream medicine and how they can work together to achieve optimal results in healthcare. Learn about the latest advancements in the field, the growing acceptance of energy wellness techniques, and their impact on overall well-being. Whether you're a healthcare professional or someone interested in alternative healing methods, this interview offers valuable insights into future of medicine. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. Ruth Kent, an ICU trauma nurse with a 41-year career, faced chronic pain and trauma. Seeking a solution, she discovered transformative energy wellness tools that not only led her to her wellness, but also helped others break free from physical and emotional blocks. Now, Ruth dedicates herself to empowering frustrated individuals, offering guidance towards reclaiming their lives. Her journey inspires those who seek to overcome adversity and embrace wellness. Please help me welcome Ruth Kent. Hi, April. Thank you. My pleasure. It's an honor to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show, Ruth. Thank you for being here. Well, I got to say, I've been on several interviews, several talks, and several panels, and that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> it, it Because it's such the core of my heart, and thank you. That was very, very nice. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Very welcome. And so given that, Ruth, we're really looking forward to learning so much about your journey I love stories like this. This is really where so much of the heart of the Wellness Driven Life show mm -hmm. lies. And so let's talk a little bit, give the audience some knowledge of who you are. <laughs> well, I'm crazy and fun. I like to help people, you know, but I was that, but I didn't, I call looking back um, a lot of my life like a duck in water calm on top and pedaling like heck underneath. Yeah. And I was a little girl that was afraid to say two words in front of somebody. I had friends, I was outgoing, but if you asked me to read, I, I totally crushed down because I came from the belief never good enough. And then I proceeded to go into a career because I found that when I help people, I felt good as well. And so 
that became my passion. And I thought it was going to be in business, honestly, at 16. Mm -hmm. But when I found that, actually, I became a nurse aide. Well, the rest of the story. I started to love those patients and help them to have a better day. And what I could do for them, I found that I still couldn't do for myself. I was better to other people than I was to myself. And as I got older, I went into nursing. I became an LVN, still thinking I wasn't good enough. And then I decided that I was doing the work as an RN because I already was working in intensive care. And I started to, to go then check out schools. But I did a two-year program in one year. Fast forward, I still was running from that place of not good enough. And Father Richard Rohr has an amazing quote. He says, pain that is not transformed is going to be transmitted. It's going to show up somewhere in our health, our relationships, our finances, our thinking. And it's the files of the subconscious mind. I didn't understand all this. And honestly, to some degree, I do I really fully understand everything now? No, but I have seen miracles in my own life and in my, my patients, my clients. And what I have found is that I got introduced, well, at 45 years old, I was told I was going to be in a wheelchair on oxygen. I lived in chronic pain. I had multiple autoimmune disorders. I tried different medications and kept having horrendous reactions, never being able to take any. And it wasn't only allopathic. People will go in and say, oh, yeah, that Western medicine. You know, if I was in an accident or if I had a heart attack, thank God we have Western medicine. There yeah. is a place for everything. But it isn't the all answer. There is more. Well, I'd and, love to go back just a little bit into yeah. your this, the story of your childhood and how you didn't, we weren't able to speak in front of others. You didn't feel like you were enough. What I find is fascinating sometimes, Ruth, is that when those of us feel uh, the chaos within and we want to deal with chaos outside of us or we want to heal <laughs> those outside of us when we need the most internal healing ourselves, yeah. um, I, I recognize that coming from the first responding field that's very similar to ICU where it's just this massive chaotic environment mm -hmm. and all hell is breaking loose outside of you. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're able to handle that fluently, effectively, you know, uh, managing that. Well, it's where you vibrate. And mm -hmm. what I came to find out is that the, yes, anxiety, whew, I was the queen of anxiety. And I inherited from both sides of my family and so I vibrate at anxiety. And what do I want? What do I feel comfortable when I'm in that place of high intensity, high end anxiety? And releasing that, I'm no longer pedaling inside, feeling. 
And it is, it, it's life-changing, the work that I now get to do and share with people. Well, you said that it really ended up showing up externally, right? Through the oh, it did. That you had and, um, you know, so much research now shows that all of that internal chaos eventually shows up. Yes. In the form of disease or, you know, some other way for our bodies that's saying and screaming, mm -hmm. slow down, stop. Yeah. One of my clients I just worked with, she's a um, bilateral kidney uh, transplant. And one kidney is working now, the other one's not. And she is, I mean, you look at her, she's wonderful, she's solid, she's ground. And she's, we were doing the session and she's going, oh my gosh, everything you're saying is making so much sense. And one of my uh, web designer, she put on my web, she said, Ruth removes the trash without going through the rubbish. <laughs> so um, you're right. All these symptoms can come up. Are we going to have a logical understanding sometimes? No. But you go with the intention that you're going to get to the core cause. That's different than what I was doing in nursing. Nursing, I was treating symptoms, and I would hope to get them stabilized to go home. Not right. to live, you know, I yes, my intention would that they'd have a full life. But there was a part of me that was saying, oh, my God, they're going to have to deal with this or whatever, you know. Yeah. Not really getting to the root cause of no. something. No. And um, follow up that that's been a little bit of a discussion lately too, is not having a proper follow up, you know, like, yes. like you said, Western medicine is really, uh, it's, it's there to fix something that's immediate. You know, if we get yeah. shot or if, you know, something's amputated, then we are able to get care immediately, effectively. It's beautiful. All of the technology we have for that with that. But yet it doesn't necessarily always go into more of a deeper cause for why anything showed up in the first place. Yes. Yeah. One of the, um, you know, the paradigms, but physically that showed up is I had chronic respiratory problems. And it was very interesting because... Four years ago, there was some more that was going to start to surface. And I just did a little walk up my driveway and all of a sudden my lungs shut down and I'm going, oh my gosh, you know, what in the world is happening? Well, I always on the side of caution, I went and got checked out and I went in to do a pulmonary function study and everything and literally April, they had to like carry me off of the treadmill <laughs> and I'm going, oh my gosh. And I didn't hear from them. And I finally called them and I said, you know, what was the report? What did you find? And they said, oh, you were fine. I said, what do you have to do? Die? You know? And I was joking kind of cynically, but I'm going, okay. But this is where I'm saying, thank God, thank my opportunity of saying, okay, what else is there be beyond that? And so I sat down and I said, 
what is the core cause of this block, this inability to breathe when mm -hmm. I exert myself? What it was, was 91 layers. Some of it was inherited. And some you of- You were very specific about that number, 91. Yes. yes. That's through muscle testing, through guidance. That's the number that came up. Wow. Well, let me tell you where I'm going this weekend. I'm going camping and hiking, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. And, That's you know, great. to fast forward at 45, like I said, these, this mindset, this underlining, I call it the dysfunctional treadmill. Mm. Because I had gone to, faith has always been important to me. Trusting in something greater than myself. I am. Okay, get it. Intuition. People said, oh my gosh, you're very intuitive. I just recently looked up the definition of intuition and I'd love to share it because it's so, this is what I love to connect people with. It's the ability to have immediate understanding beyond conscious reasoning. I went, that's a home run because that's connecting to not what was, not what you think it's going to be, but the best in the moment now, the power of now. Eckhart Tolle would be proud of me. <laughs> but, um, so that's great. Maybe, go ahead. I, I said, that's great. I like that. Oh, yeah. Understanding of it. Absolutely. And this is where all of a sudden I... I started to, and I, there's a reference on my website, the blackboard to the white dot. The blackboard, you know, people will say, I have to understand what was going on. I have to, you know, I don't think I had a lifetime to fully understand. Mm. What I wanted was to know where I wanted to go, to step into potential, to, you know, be in the place that I was not at this moment. And so the blackboard to me is situations, circumstances, and conditions. The white dot is possibilities, potential, and solutions. Hmm. And we're talking about health, but T. Har Beckert has a phrase, how you do anything is how you do everything. And he has another phrase where he says, change the roots, change the fruits, change the invisible, change the visible. So with the work that I'm blessed, and I call it an extension of my nursing, because I get to serve people in a greater way. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that would agree. Well, I, I want to go back a little bit because uh -huh. you had talked about you had these studies done. Mm -hmm. You were having these physical issues. You couldn't breathe. You had studies done. They say you're fine. Everything looks normal. And you well, say... But not everything is normal, is normal. and I yeah. don't feel like like it's okay. But I want to shed light on that, Ruth, because I feel like that's, that's a common occurrence that happens for people. I have had that happen more times than I want to count, but that's what has led me and people such as yourself to go on different journeys, right? Yeah. To to look outside of those answers to seek answers other otherwise and other places. You know, you're really bringing up something very important. And, and it, first of all, 
got me to start looking. Okay. Because as an intensive care nurse, I would see patients coming into the, you know, um, having a trauma and they would have high fevers or they would have terrible pain and we couldn't find anything. Mm -hmm. The next person would come in and they go, well, am I going home today? And I said, well, I have to tell you, um, you know, we found something on that x-ray, you know, and I'm, I'm going extremes here, but I'm going, what else is there? Well, then. Well, I would, I would love to hear that side because you have, that's where it got me into energy work. You have extensive knowledge on that. Why is it Ruth that there are tests being conducted and yet nothing's being found, but the person is experiencing physical discomfort. Mm-hmm. Well, because they don't deal with emotions. Okay. So that's what you're talking about with the energy side. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't work with the patient on a vibrational frequency, you know, that they can, they've done studies, they know it's, you know, um, present, but to bring it in, like for instance, even when I, I retired in 2015, but when I was nursing, they got rid of the integrative nursing department because quote unquote, it wasn't Mm. making money. Mm. Right. You talk to the patients, the reason it wasn't making better because they were going home, they were getting better. They were feeling better about themselves. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, educate us, if you will, what exactly, now we are energetic beings. Some of our listeners may not have an understanding of what that is. Do you have a great way of explaining what that is? Some of the basic is everything has energy. It really does. And when somebody walks into the room and um, let's say you have a past relationship with that individual and you're like so excited and you can't wait to see him. Okay. That's positive, loving energy. But what if it's somebody that may have done something in the past you know, cause you harm or that story is still playing for you. Or somebody walks into the room and you go, gosh, I don't know what's going on, but something's out of sorts. And there could be somebody walking into the room that's extremely angry or fearful. Energy, each emotion has energy. There's a book written called Cancer Free and his name is Bill Henderson. And he said, every cancer cell has an emotion. Mm. Look at the epidemic that we're having on cancer. So when I was 45 years old and I was told I was going to be in a wheelchair on oxygen at, in six years, the, the, my neurologist, I had gone to doctor of nutrition, uh, functional movement, PT, physical therapy, um, um, doc, um, acupuncture, chiropractor, rheumatoid specialist, endocrinologist, pulmonologist, internal medicine, and many more. I'm glad you can pronounce all those, Ruth, because <laughs> I mean, it, it shows your, your many, many years in the field. Yeah. And what 
I heard from them was a repeated phrase. There's nothing we could do for you. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the neurologist's um, office, and it's going to go back to that question you asked me about energy. Because at that moment in time, I was in the blackboard and I was looking for the white dot. Yeah, I mean, because, you get very fearful when you hear all of these specialists tell you mm -hmm. there's nothing that we can do for you or, you know, it's they're, they're trying to define your outcome. Well, and you have a choice. And I want to emphasize this, please. There is a choice at every given moment. So many people believe the choice of the diagnosis. Mm. It's a combination of symptoms. If they were created, they can be uncreated. Let's go for it. Let's, you know, be opened. And so when I was there and the x-rays, the x-rays showed that I had herniation, compression, degeneration. I had bilateral carpal tunnel and I could go on and on they were told me I was going to have to live in chronic pain. I had a five-year-old at home that thought sitting next to mom was plain. Remember I said that my faith was number one? You did. And boy, I just said, okay, this is not what I want. And he when I got up and walked out of the doctor's office, he said, where are you going? I said, I don't know. I'm going to go find an answer. And I went home. Say, and, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, Ruth, go ahead, ahead. What, what would you say for, for somebody who's experiencing this? And, and so what you're saying is to don't necessarily take that as an end result to right. maybe search for some answers and to get a, a second, third, more opinion. And there's always a different way to look at things. But, but when we as human beings consider it to be a very difficult and scary thing to not listen to an authority, what yeah. would you say for somebody, you know, in order to give them some sort of, of hope inside of that? Right. A phrase that I say, and I mean it with all my heart, is believe it to see it choose to believe that you can be well. And there may be a dis di um, disconnection there. People say affirmations, they say they want to be well, but their vibrational frequency is here. And those are the subconscious files that can be mastering your life. This is what we're talking about energy. I was here, but my vibrational frequency where I was navigating my life, the energy that was showing up was different. And I didn't know what I didn't know. I, like I met, I, I met, I got introduced to a company called Nikon. They had a phrase that I connected with, put your body in the right environment to boost your innate healing. To this day, I'm mm. still using the products. Then I got introduced to a chiropractor that was doing quote unquote funny work. And what he does is the work that I now share with the world. 
It's releasing that energy. Does and he himself say that he does quote unquote funny work? Yeah. Yeah. He, Interesting. And then yeah. what do you mean by putting yourself into the environment? Now you, you touch some physical items on your body, but can you explain that Nikan, a little bit more? has the concept of each of us are like a plant. It works with magnetic, which is the earth, far infrared, which is the sun, negative ions, which is the water and the positive, you know, it works with water, nutrition. So you see it's elements that are going to have energy sources. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Rather okay. than worry about EMF or worry about, you know, what is going to help me to be boosted and to carry on a healthier life. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me. You know, when we start, like, I mean, as far as, uh, thank you for clarifying, when yeah. we talk about the environment that you're putting yourself in, for example, I'm learning a lot about grounding. And mm. if we talk yeah, we about have a grounding pad. Yeah. being energetic beings, well, the earth and that magnetic force is like the largest energy source that we have. Yes. And so if you think of us as a battery, then we have to recharge. That's our charging station is the yeah. earth. And so then when you start considering our environment, as far as our shoes are no longer uh, like they're, they're no longer, we used to wear, I, let's say moccasins, for example, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. more animal product, leather, et cetera, that's more from the earth and we use rubber, which is not. So it doesn't give you the, the means to conduct the energy Absolutely. that it is needed. And Absolutely. even carpet or vinyl flooring, none of that is able to produce that condu conductivity. No, I'm mm -hmm. not saying that right. No, that's uh, perfect. Yeah. But, and then, of course, the sun. So your explanation of that makes sense to me. It's like, where are you getting your recharge? And exactly. And that's on a, you know, physical, nutritional. But then all of a sudden, I'm going to see these clients and they have like, you know, I said, what nutritionals are you taking? What water, you know, things like this. And I opened up their pantry and they've got all these nutritionals and I'm going, oh my gosh. I said, your body can't metabolize all that. And they said, yeah, but I've been taking all these and I'm still not getting better. Okay. It started me to investigate. I'm using my scientific brain, but with my heart to say, okay, show me, show me the answer. And when he brought me the answer of the emotion code, body code, I thought he, you know, God or universe had a, you know, funny humor, you know? And mm -hmm. so I muscle test individuals. I come to find out, and this is energy. This is helping to say that there's energy there that we're going to see diagnosis. We're going to say, oh yeah, but this is the way it is. Okay. For one example, emotions energy that are blocking the small intestine, you're not going to get your nutrients. Oh. You're going to end up with health challenges because you're not even receiving the nutrients. Metaphorically, are you receiving? Mm. Many times 
it's interesting where it shows up physical, where is it also showing up emotionally and spiritually? Right. So you're saying so much things, Ruth, I want to try to, I know. so, um, so we, we are moving into the emotional aspect where it, it shows up because of emotion. And then you're talking about muscle testing. So I assume the muscle testing is where you can find those uh, energy centers that are being affected the most by the emotions. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Now, could you tell us a little bit, what is muscle testing? Can you give an example of it? It's actually, um, it, it, to my surprise, it was studied in 1912 at Harvard University, kinesiology, muscle testing. There's actually a book written, Your Body Does Not Lie. Mm. It's like a lie detector test or machine, but it's your body. When, when you're muscle testing and you say, my name is Ruth, it's strong. When you say something that isn't right, my name is Harvey, it's weak. Your body knows the truth. And you have to be careful because some people will say, you know, like, um, can I have dark chocolate? Yes. Well, (laughs) you have dark chocolate, but is it to your highest and greatest good? No. (laughs) You know, people are tricky about, you know, so um, the intention of how you ask the question, but being guided and connected to the individual subconscious. This is why, and I know this may take people um, like, that's hard to believe. I can do distant work. I do work all over the world, right from my office. But I, I say very simply, it's the power of intention. And when I pray for somebody like, you know, the problems they're having in Maui or the problems in Ukraine, I know somebody's receiving that. Mm. And that's no different with the power of intention that this work is done. Ruth, when did you start um, learning about or, or experiencing things such as muscle testing and how did it improve your situation? Well, I got to tell you, it's somewhere been in me my whole life and I didn't know it. I just did what felt good to people, you know, I energetically for my patients. In fact, very quickly, I had a doctor of pharmacology when I worked in Minnesota. And he said to me, he says, he put his face into the curtain. He said, I want to see you in my office when you're done with my patient. And I thought, okay, so I was clean my, I finished the bath and I gave report and I walk out and I said, David, you don't have an office. He says, yeah, I know. And I said, David, what are you talking about? And he said, I've been following you around for three months. We couldn't figure out why your patients had less pain medication and better, you know, comfort. We're sleeping longer. We're having better cardiac output, better urine output, better blood gases, what were you doing? I said, what did you find out? You know, I didn't know what I did innately or naturally. And um, he said, it's your bath. And I said, no, it's not. (laughs) Well, it was energy work. I would put the patient's feet into a warm bath and release the energy. Okay. So then my life, as I shared with you, 
and still living with that paradigm. Okay, so all of a sudden I thought, okay, this is not what I want. What do I want? Same as I did for my patients, I now was doing for myself and started to release. And then I saw what happened to me. But you know what convinced me? Was working on a dog. Oh. I got out of my head the placebo effect. This dog had high anxiety. And I thought, oh, my God, you know, help me with hold that intention. I was doing the release. You know, you hold the intention and you release over the governing meridian, putting love and gratitude in the space that was imbalanced okay Hmm. so the dog looked at me and when the dog releases they shake well the dog shook his head and walked out of the room and I asked the owner I said what happened she goes I have no idea I said well that makes two of us well people always ask me what in the world you know happened or how long does this last you know what and I saw that dog five years later could have cared less if we were in the room fast forward people are referring to me i have a holistic oncologist that's referring patients or clients to me because of the releasing of the emotions in their life i also have a vet she's a holistic vet and an animal whisper and she's referring i don't know what dog got loose is referring but she's referring (laughs) clients to me every week well I, I, I think that's incredible. And I love how you described when dogs release, they shake. And so I want to dive more into that. We're going to move into our first commercial. And when we get back, let's talk more about what it looks like when we do release energy. Yes. Stay oh, tuned. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. Are you a practitioner or a coach listening to this If so, I would love to ask you, do you use hypnotherapy in your practice working with clients? And if not, would you like to? The power of hypnotherapy is limitless. And so often we experience our clients struggling to reach their goals. It's because they're coming up against their own brick walls and getting stuck. But you can help them through the power of hypnosis break through all of that working with their unconscious mind to put the suggestions in to have them taking the action to achieve the results that they want 
they are thrilled with your coaching techniques, they're getting the results they want, you feel amazing because you are helping your client get the results they want, it's a win-win. And another win is that it's an added revenue stream for you in your business. So if you like the feel of helping your clients get the results they want, if you like the sound of that, then definitely reach out Melissa at yourguidedhealthjourney.com or click the link tree link below for my unlimited power of hypnosis class to learn more. It's a weekend designation program that I teach valid in 42 countries. You write an exam after taking the experiential course and you can be admitted to the American Board of Hypnotherapy and start using hypnotherapy one-to-one with your clients and have them achieving the results they want. Ah, hypnotherapy, another very powerful tool to put in the tool belt. And, you know, for those of you who are considering that option, check it out in the description below. And Manly and I will be there. So if you want to come hang out. Now, back to you, Ruth. I'm really excited to jump a little bit into this energy work. And because we're such energetic beings and what it looks like when we actually do release energy. You know, it's interesting. Um, People will say all of a sudden they feel like they're breathing different. Energy, a trapped emotion, for instance, is a sphere of energy that can be a size of an orange to a size of a cantaloupe. Hmm. Heart walls and energy that I work with is like you you think about a bomb shelter to protect your heart at a time when bombs are falling. But what if the bomb's not falling anymore? Guess what still stays there? That bomb shelter. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you'll have layers and layers and layers. Pretty soon you have chronic neck pain, respiratory problems, cardiac problems, but also you could be depressed, anxiety. You could have the inability to give and receive love. You're feeling distance and numbness in relationships. I've shared with you in the past about my own health challenges. But as I shared also, how I do anything is how I do everything. It showed up financially. Financially, I went through bankruptcy to debt free. It showed up in my marriage. This energy that I didn't know, that dysfunctional treadmill. And the last two years of my marriage, we renewed our vows because he, I had a session on myself from Dr. Nelson who gave us this gift and my husband who was pretty black and white, you know, he said, what's different on you? So when you're asking me about the description, it can be ever so subtle, but you can feel it. People say to me all the time, you're changing. And I go, oh, I hope so. I hope I'm ever evolving. And um, it's it's interesting, relationships, um, financial. But why is that important? Just to touch briefly about my husband. Because he went in for elective heart cath and didn't come out. He passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. Six years ago. But you see what I had to hang on to was the fact that we we came back together in our marriage. Mm-hmm. We were going to get a divorce. And at the end of his 
our two years of our marriage, we renewed our vows, the last one being in Cape Town. So how does it look? Wonderful. It feels better. You're you're going to probably have more energy. You're going to navigate through situations that normally would have set you off or put you into that trigger moment, and are not going to be there. I have one client in Michigan. I met her in 2015. I taught the emotion code around the United States, Hawaii, and, and South Africa, and. So I, I got to meet a lot of people and, um, it was interesting. She's very logical. And she said to me, she goes, look at when she had her lab work done before I met her in 2015, that was in January. She had the lab work. I met her in February in March or April. She had some repeat lab work her inflammatory markers, her thyroid, her mar everything that was off the chart was normal. Nobody could explain it. We had a sequence of several sessions. To this day, she's a client. She comes every once in a while. And she said, I don't want to keep treating the situations. I want to prevent and keep evolving. A year ago, she came to me and they had a body ultrasound. And her daughter had plaque in the in the arteries. So did she. She they also noted cancer cells and the autoimmune was very low. A year later, Oh, and the daughter also had um, a cyst on her ovary. I worked with her. We worked together every other week. And she had a repeat scan. The cyst was gone. The plaque was gone. The immune system was boosted. And joy. I have my tagline, discover the joy of freedom. Freedom from the dysfunctional treadmill that can be running our lives physically, emotionally, or spiritually. Financially, how many times people say, I don't have enough time. Be empowered to live the best moment right now. Get rid of some of the stuff that can be creating discontent or that affirmation, that vibration where you want to be and you're feeling like you're here, that can be that energy that we're trying to describe or try to understand. Your subconscious already knows. Mm -hmm. Through muscle testing, we find out through guidance. How does this energy medicine meet Western medicine? How do you pair both of them together? For the most I time. believe we can't be without each other and together as I as the definition of team together each achieve more mm. I believe that over, as as I have evolved in this work since 1997 what I'm seeing is that individuals are coming to me um, doctors are referring to me that's are referring to me and it's not 
a luxury anymore. It's a wise choice. What's what's a wise choice? To not only go into the allopathic, but to step out and to really open up and not be fearful that you're going to be taken or anything. I encourage people to say, know that your needs are going to be met. You're going to align to exactly. And I got to tell you, when they told, when God universe brought me magnets, I thought, you got to be, well, you know, like Oprah says, her greatest um, lesson in life was to be obedient. And, you know, I just said, okay, can't hurt, might help. And that's what my mother said when I brought this energy work to an 85-year-old. <laughs> you know, she, she, said to me, she said, can't hurt, might help. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it helped her in many ways. She um, suffered with depression oh. and uh, insecurity. And it was so fun to see her evolve even in her later years. Walk us through the process that you have for your client. Well, um, when I meet somebody, um, sometimes they know exactly where they want, you know, to work on. And it's not that I don't or I do. It's not it's not my decision. It's what is your subconscious and guidance going to help us? And sometimes I can work on those or I am to work on that. And sometimes it's deeper than that because that's what we're in this awareness, that surface, but we're asking, the intention is asking, what is at the core of this? And sometimes the questions I may ask is, what percentage is the brain to the body, brain to the heart communication? the heart to the body and mind can be, is there anything blocking that is creating imbalance or discontent? Hmm. Is that where you start then? Sometimes. And the last one is the immune system. And I was working and intuition told me to look up the definition of uh, immune system. And the definition was protective. Well, how many times do we hear, oh, there's a lot of evil in the world or, or oh, there's a lot of spiritual world. You know, I don't want to live in that fear. Mm. And with COVID, that was like up to here, you know. Yeah. So the immune system is not only physical, it's emotional and spiritual as well. Protective system. Mm. So what is the core that could bring imbalance or discontent or disharmony and to bring about to live your best life. Go ahead. Oh, you know, energy is something that How can I say, we know that when we turn on the light, that the lights go on. Um, Yet the truth is that we really don't understand energy. There's been um, um, Thomas Jefferson, he says, um, you know, many quotes about energy and such. 
our thoughts are our energy. And to support you to have thoughts of possibility potential, we have to disentangle, decode it. Mm. And to help you to say, okay, it, yes, that may have been, but what is now and what do you want? Um, so many people say um, they don't get what they want because they don't know what they want. April, I say, no, you know that's not true. In your soul, you know very well. You want to be happy. You want to be healthy. You you want financial freedom and time. You want loving relationships. You want to, you know, there's not one of us that don't know that. It's the head that says, well, I don't know how to get that. Well, let's put it from the soul first. Be your guide and live life from your soul. Yeah. So when you, you, Ruth, you said that you had this moment where they said that there's no chance for you. Yeah. What were some of the most specific things that really enabled you to heal? Believe it to see it. Okay. So the, the belief. Yeah. That and belief that you know your needs are going to be met. If we believe that we're not going to ever have a, we don't have a choice that this is the way it is. There can Would be you say reasons. there's an air of surrender there, or did you feel like you needed to strive for answers or to to fight, so to speak, for your well being? I felt when I was in, okay, there's a phrase that somebody brought to me recently. Maybe the path you're on is hard, harder because your calling is higher. And what I mean by that is when mm -hmm. I was within believing, I have to believe this, I have to do this, I have to do that. And it was in treatment. It was in finding, you know, within the realm of what they knew you see, the answer was in me. Yeah. And I didn't get that. Because I was dotting my I's and crossing my T's and, <laughs> you know, but I was running on a dysfunctional treadmill. Yeah. Well, so we're going to move into our next commercial, Ruth. And when we get back, we're going to learn a little bit more about what it is that you have come to love to share with the world your business now, how you do it, how people can reach you. And I can't wait to share that with the audience. So stay tuned. Bella Grace Skincare. It's more than skincare. It's your shortcut to a more youthful, healthy, and beautiful you. Step one, cleanse with the Enzyme Collagen Cleanser. Gently exfoliates and removes dead skin cells, brightens and evens out skin tones, repairs damage caused by environmental stressors, protects skin's barrier function. Use daily for clean, smooth, glowing skin. Experience the Bella Grace Enzyme Collagen Cleanser for a refreshing start and a radiant finish. Step 2. Treat. With the Dewey Serum. 
deeply hydrates and locks in moisture. Protects from free radical damage. Targets multiple signs of aging. Boosts microcirculation. Revealing a youthful, radiant, dewy complexion. Dewy Serum goes beyond ordinary skincare, leading you to a realm of glowing, rejuvenated beauty. Step 3. Replenish with the Collagen Plumping Moisturizer. Reduces fine lines and wrinkles. Deeply hydrates. Boosts collagen production. Firms and smooths the skin. Experience an intense surge of moisture that leaves your skin feeling supple and soft to the touch. Celebrate your skin and elevate your beauty with Bella Gray Skin Care. Our lives were never the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. You can learn more about Bella de Grace in the description below. Now back to you, Ruth. You are doing some fun things with your clients. In fact, you've used many stories about your clients that you serve now based on all of those experiences that you've had, the 41 years and as an ICU nurse, um, incredible experience with people and really learning firsthand uh, about us being energetic beings and what that energy looks like when it's in pure chaos. And so all of the things that you have learned, you bring to the table, I'm going to make sure that your website is here for people to check out. The website is www.ruthkentllc.com. For those of you listening, I'll spell it out. And it is also in the description below. That's www. R-U-T-H-K-E-N-T-L-L-C.com. So shed a little bit of light of what exactly the services are that you have. Well, I have um, one-on-one sessions. Um, I have introduction sessions, and you'll see those on my website. And I have noticed that also with individuals going through change or wanting to step into out of where they're at to, you know, time, repetition, and consistency, unlearn to learn. So I've created a program Mm -hmm. called champion your truth. It's a 12 week program and it's coming up September 17th, Sunday night at 7 PM or a Monday morning at uh, nine o'clock 
and that's on the 18th for 12 weeks. During those 12 weeks, we go over and go through some of the paradigms that we're talking about, that energy that we don't want, those heart walls and things. And um, two individuals that come to the top of my head, the word that they said when they completed the program is they felt fulfillment. Hmm, that's Ooh, That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> Now that's perfect. I mean, what a incredible feedback to get from your clients fulfillment. Yeah. I mean, truly that's what we seek, right? Is if we feel that way, then oh, yeah. just everything feels well, even when things go amiss, if you're able to have that wholeness or fulfillment, uh, it's easier to shake it off when we're given the tools to yeah. do so. And so can you tell me why 12 weeks for clients? Muscle testing. It's what I was guided. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I okay. keep life really pretty darn simple. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I, I like that. I, I yeah. you know, I feel like oftentimes it, it takes a while to really see some true change. You know, it's like the changes that we seek are not an overnight situation. It takes a lot to dive deeper. Like you had mentioned, there was 91 layers that you needed to work through. That's yeah. incredible. And probably very common, I would, I would say. Ooh, and so, so common. yeah. And when you inherited emotion, for instance, you can attract the same one. Mm. And before you know it, what we're, doing, we're becoming who we don't want to be. You know, we hear that all the time. I don't want to be my mom or my dad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And why does that happen? Okay. There are reasons. There are reasons. There was a, a thought that came to me when we were on break and it says, uh, stop chasing and start owning it. Own the truth that you can be well, that you can have happiness and you can live a life of joy. Oh, it's gorgeous. I like that. Uh, Ruth, I have a couple of your books that you've been a pleasure of being in. So let's add those to the screen and um, let's hide these to give a little more room. Can you tell us a little bit about the content that you have for people to dive into? It's a little bit of what we've been talking about. It's helping people to, you know, I believe me, I, I hear where many people are at they're suffering and, you know, their parents have probably suffered and now they're suffering or, you know, whatever. I, I totally hear you. Do I understand? No, but I can hear you. I listen to where you're at and guess what? There's answers. There's many answers. And if I'm not the one, by gosh, I'll go find you one, you know, but support your, the healing starts within you. And that's where that story came from. Mm, heal thyself. I like that. Now, this says available June 15th. Now, was this that, recently, this past uh, June? Actually, um, past. And I do have the um, the book. I certainly can share with anybody. And I actually would send them free if they just email me. I, I would love to share that. Because if that gives somebody just to start. And I, I tell people, if the top of your finger is... you you're healthy, love, happy, by gosh, focus on it. What mm. you focus on grows. Oh, I love that. And here's another one. Nurse, Nurse Sparks. Sparks. Um, 
uh, one of my friends, um, she was writing, you know, nurses have a lot of stories. Yeah. Some of them I can put in the book, but (laughs) I, um, I wanted fellow nurses, um, patients to know that they are respected. And, Mm -hmm. um, that was something, the story I wrote was, I, she's firm, but compassionate. There was an individual who was very, he was ahead of his business and he came in and, and you see nurses were saying, well, you got to do that. They weren't respecting where he was at. Mm. You have to meet them where they're at. And that's something I say in my sessions, Mm. sweetheart, I'll meet you where you're at, but let's go for the heights. Let's go Uh. for, there's a phrase I have right above my head. And it's a reminder to me, April, it says, start by doing what's necessary, then what's possible. And soon you find you've done the impossible. Believe there always is possibility. That's, that's awesome. And I mean, especially coming from somebody with your background, I mean, you've seen a lot of trauma, a lot of death, a lot of situations where the end result is not a good result. Mm -hmm. And yet you are here telling us that there's always different possibilities. There's more disbelief. And so would you say there was a commonality of folks that came in Uh, if they had a certain air of belief that they would have, uh, that they would survive, that the survival rate increased. Yeah, there was a very quick story. Um, There was a lady, I walked into her room, she turned her light on and she was, there's a term we frequent flyer. She kept coming in, but the time in between was shorter. She kept coming in sooner. That was very concerning to me. That means that Mm -hmm what we're doing. She's just going downhill Mm -hmm. and she would be on the vent. She'd get off. And I walk into the room and there's candy and Coke on the bedside. (laughs) And she said to me, she goes, I want some uh, Coke. And I said, I'll get you some Coke after you drink some water. And I told her um, Mm. that, and I went back and I got a liter of water. And she goes, you didn't tell me I had to drink all that. I said, you're right. I said, I told you drink some water. I didn't say how much. And she goes, fine. So she drank the water. She got off the oxygen. She got up out of bed. She got transferred out of the unit that day. And she goes, can I have some Coke now? I gave her enough just so she didn't go into the headaches and the withdrawal, you know? Mm. And she goes, is that all I'm going to get? I said, you know, you're here to be better. And I care about you. I transferred her. And as she was saying goodbye to me, she goes, goodbye, B. And I said, I am so sure that doesn't stand for beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) She gave me a hug and she said, I'll never forget you. Thank you. Oh, what is that? Those are the best stories. Yeah. It's love. It's love. Yeah. That's what I get to have now for myself, but I get to, you know, Hallmark has a story or a definition, fill your cup and then what flows over. Well, I got so much love to flow That's over. Beautiful. I like that. And Hallmark, I mean, just hearing the word Hallmark makes me feel warm and funny. <laughs> I don't know about everybody else, but, uh, you know, they do, they do such a, a brilliant job of, you know, marketing heart. And so that is, that's really cool. As your cup overfloweth, yes, it will to 
everything around it and yeah. surrounding it. So that's there's so if people are having problems and do I still have my moments? There's two prayers or you can use your terminology, but I'd say, Lord, help me to love me the way you love me and to bring this love forward. Mm. Lord, help me to see it your way. You know, a tornado, as we were talking, has the eye of the storm. Go within yeah. because that inner peace is there for you to enjoy. Mm, that's cool. I like that. There's the storm. Go within to the eye of the storm for the inner peace. That's really, really cool. Ruth, what are some of the things you have this beautiful understanding of energy that we're energetic beings? What are some of the things that you do each day to help maintain great energy levels for yourself, to maintain a, a healthy balance? Mm -hmm. Well, this is part of my champion your truth. It's habits that I help them to integrate by getting rid of, you know, but mm. every morning or every night before I go to sleep, as I doze off, I do the four gap and the four gap, the four is forgiveness. I forgive myself. I ask for forgiveness. And I forgive others. Mm. Oh, then I go into so the G for gap or the G for gap is gratitude and gratitude is from the soul. Not I thank you. No, gratitude is deep into the soul and action intention. What am I, what have I done today that, you know, I want to hold the intention to even be better tomorrow and then P and this is the one that most people forget. What are you proud of yourself for? Mm. Celebrate yourself every day. And then I wake up in the morning and I always have from eight to 10, my prayer time, my, you know, grounding time. And I get up in the morning and I have a cheer. I started since January 15th and it is a life changer. Today is a new day and I'm in a new way and I can't wait to discover what's new for me today. Today's a new day. You're not going to bring what happened yesterday into today. Trust me. <laughs> you know? oh. And I asked in my nursing, I used to do, you know, every two hour assessment. I didn't do my assessment and set a plan and think that at the end of the day, I was going to know what it was or, you know, assess it then. No. Every two hours I assessed, am I on track? Am I focusing on the possibilities of potential solutions or I'm stuck in the, you know, confusion and the chaos. Mm. So, so those really are things tabs on yourself throughout the day. You, yes. you kind of come back to yourself and say, checking, how are we doing here? What you track grows. I like that. I think those are so powerful, Ruth. Thank you so much for sharing. I know there's a lot of studies being done on asking yourself those questions at night mm -hmm. because as we sleep, our bodies are and our minds are really able to uh, hash that out in the most wonderful, the beneficial lobe. way. Yeah, the frontal lobe where... I'm going to talk to him when I get up there because in the frontal lobe, we store criticism. Okay. Guess what else? It's your planning, your reasoning, everything. So you have that dichotomy going on right there. Okay. 
there's a book called The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph mm -hmm. Murray. So after I do the four gap, I do the I am statements. I repeat each one three times. He says, I am wealthy. I am wealthy. I go, I am an amazing receiver. I am amazed. I am abundant. I am healthy. That vibrational frequency, and you say it three times, I got to tell you, I'm going to be 72 this year and I'm going hiking this weekend. I'm telling you, oh, it works. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Those really, really great tools. Thank you so much, Ruth, for sharing them on the show. Tell me, is there anything else that you want to share with our audience today? You know, go onto my website and there's a 15 minute connect with Ruth. If you have questions, if you're going, what in the world is this about? Is this something for me? I'm not going to try to convince you. I will share with you. And I'll be listening to you because I want to meet you where you're at and then watch you soar. You're worth it. Oh, that's wonderful. I love the term, meet you where you're at. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ruth, for being on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Mm -hmm. It was awesome to have you as our guest today. And thank you so much for those of you who have tuned in and for those of you who are tuning in later. If you have any questions, be sure to leave them in the comment section below. And we'll be sure to get back to you. So thank you again. And we oh, will April, you. you're wonderful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, everyone. We will see you later. Goodbye.